hello, my friends. Andy and Eddie coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California. And we are going to make it today. We, we've had the electricity stay on now for a total of like 24 hours. Yes. So I think we're going to be good today. What a I still didn't come the, 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 the face thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> I cannot wait to uh, share all of our stories over the last week. Oh, yeah. oh, we have a lot of stories. Oh, so many stories. It's been crazy. Um, but uh, we're here for the Living Fearless Devotional. We're staying. We plan to stay today. Yes. A production of ResurrectMinistry.com, harnessing the power of the internet to share the gospel to every corner of the earth. We have all kinds of interesting content that we'd like you to peruse. We have worship bands, Bible resources, new pastors that you may not have heard of, legends, of course. Uh, and if you want to drop us a line, we'd love to hear from you. And if this ministry blesses you in any way, click the Donate Now button. Yes. And please Do like, share, subscribe. Forward this to your friends. It is um, a great blessing to us. Yes, and please comment right away. Just like Lisa Wood just did hey, right here Lisa. where she said, made it. And we did too. Yes. <laughs> yes, we're very excited. Um, but make sure and uh, and do that. Make sure and, and comment. Let us know what you think about the devotional, about the scripture. Maybe you need prayer. Did um, we take the trash cans out? Yes, we did. We did. Oh, we didn't. The kids did. It's <laughs> their job. I don't touch those things. Um, and make sure and look in the description for our, um, our uh, what are they called? Supplements? No. Our Sponsors? Sponsors. <laughs> We've forgotten how to do this. Yeah, when we take a couple of days off, we could just completely forget what it is we're supposed to be doing. Go to LifeWise, and uh, you're going to use this URL, which is livelifewise.tv. Livelifewise.tv. That lets the, the company you, know that it has to do with us. Because I, I am addicted to the sleep. I the dream? Yeah, the dream is dream. a dream. No, it's not addictive. Dream, a little dream. It's just you know when you take it, you're going to get some sleep. Yes. Because it is amazing. It, it is, is amazing. actually amazing. Uh, and finally, Restore is back. We can begin ordering um, dun, 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 dun. Uh, next week. Uh, and so that is an amazing product, too, that helps with inflammation. Uh, you also want to visit uh, StreamYard. Uh, use the URL, getstreamyardnow.com. And that is if you want to do a show or just speak to a bunch of people on your different uh, social media platforms, you're going to use that uh, very easy-to-use platform called StreamYard. And... Um, it uh, it is just an amazing way to go. Yeah, so easy to use. You can use it on your phone or use it on your computer. Today's scripture uh, in total will be Second Corinthians five sixteen through seventeen. All right, we're reading from A. W. Tozier. We'll get to our life a little bit later on, which I'm sure all of you are just can't on wait to hear bended, about. On uh, <laughs> bated breath. What yeah, bated breath. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We're struggling with these things today. (laughs) A.W. Tozier for the Christian leader for October 5th. The title is No Past at All. I would love sometimes not to have certain things in my past. Me too. Uh, But uh, About your past. Wait, what? (laughs) You thought I meant my past. Yes. No, uh, I'm actually yours. And And uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17 is the reference for A.W. today. And it says, therefore, if any man be in Christ... He is a new create creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are becoming new. Amen. A.W. says, in our churches, we often sing, Arise, my soul, arise. Shake off the guilty fears. But nothing happens, and we keep our fears. <laughs> Why do we claim, on one hand, that our sins 
are gone and on the other act just as though they are not gone. Brethren, we have been declared not guilty by the highest court in all the universe. Still, there are honest Christians earnestly seeking the face of God who cannot seem to break loose and find real freedom. The grave clothes trip them up every time they are they try to move on a little faster. Satan uses their past sins to terrify them. Now, on the basis of grace, as taught in the word of God, when God forgives a man, he trusts him as though he had never sinned. God did not have mental reservations about any of us when we became his children of faith. When God forgives a man, he doesn't think, I will have to watch this fellow because he has a bad record. No. He starts with him again as though he had just been created and as if there had been no past at all. That is the basis of our Christian assurance. And God wants us to be happy in it. Amen. It's your part. Thank you, Father, for that glorious freedom of forgiveness. Thank you for your marvelous grace. No past at all. What a wonderful, incomprehensible truth. I humbly and joyfully worship you this morning. Amen. Amen. Awesome. I love this. And I, and, I, and I know for sure that it was either, either listening to a past Mark Driscoll message from Trinity Church or maybe it was Pastor Jack Kibbs last night when we were watching before we went or listening to before we went to bed, <laughs> or I don't know, yeah, because this has been on my mind, but I'm pretty sure somebody else put it there. Oh, probably the Holy Spirit. No past. Yeah, just this idea that I, I gotta stop saying to myself when people see now my life as a Christian and how forward I am with it, with my cross that I wear to remind me, not them, to remind me of who I am and whose I am, that I still have this tendency to say, okay, so I know, you know who I was, right? I have this little like disclaimer. Yeah. A little disclaimer. You have to give everybody a little disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. Don't like, think I yeah. don't know who <laughs> don't think I, I was. Don't think I don't know what you're thinking right now. <laughs> yeah. And I, it, I even, I just do even looking in the mirror. Oh. It, it really is. This, this is important. This sure. is important to be able to, to move on. And I, and especially with my kids, right? Because they, oh my gosh, I just did something I hated. What other people do? They say the word right in the middle of a sentence. I can't stand that. Um, but I didn't hear you say it right. Yeah, it's just, it's because we're bombarded with it. With so many people on the TV and the, oh. and the on, on podcast, they say it constantly. But anyway, um, is that I've gotten better with the older kids not saying, "Okay, so you know how I used to be." <laughs> well, because I think you've had that discussion already. Mm-hmm. They understand old and new yeah. at this point. You don't have to keep saying. Um, I used to be this or now I'm this, you know, mm. but I think it's part of also it's our testimony. So Let's I think see, that's different, right? Right. So yeah. I think that's what we need to clarify here is that we shouldn't live in the old, the shame of the old, but the old is our testimony. Yeah. And so there's nothing wrong with being able to point to it as how far we've come, but there shouldn't be any shame in it. 
there can be though. I mean, my uh, my 15-year-old daughter will do this to me every so often. Because right now, for whatever reason, she's, I don't want to say she's obsessed. But she is really wondering what it's like to go to a party and get drunk. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's the most interesting thing. Like, yeah. it's almost, let's say, you know, four out of the last five or six days that we've spent together, that at some point she'll bring, she goes, Dad, hey, and she'll do it jokingly, even even though there's not a party that night. She goes, hey, Dad, can I go to a party tonight? There's going to be lots of drinking, and I kind of, I want to go and see what it's like. Well, I heard over the weekend about Bloody Marys. Yeah. Like I was yeah. Like, yeah. And I go, what, what is happening? Bringing, what is happening right now? And I go, have I not talked enough about the uh, destruction, the, that nothing good comes from it? It, it? You know, you may get away with a night or two of where, hey, that was actually pretty fun. And, but at some point, it, it, you're you're going to have a an evening or an incident that will be life changing. Um, it's just inevitable if you continue to push the limits like that, and and adding that to your life when it's not necessary, because you can still go to those, you know, go to uh, you know go to places with your friends and have a good time without adding the alcohol uh, to potentially. Uh, adding some type of destruction to your life. Yeah, I mean, you're going to already have to avoid other people that have been, uh, you know, in situations where they've been, you know, drinking too much and they're going to, they still have the potential of ruining not only their life, but your life. Yes. So why add to that? And so it's, it, and so what I end up back to my past is I have to go back and say, listen, I, I can tell you this because I know. Right. I know how destructive it is. And I, and, and you've actually had, uh, have, have, perhaps, you know, experience some of that. And uh, it's something I don't want you to have to experience. But, but that's using our past in a in a way that is way. a testimony. Yes. But yeah, kids have a way of bringing things like that up. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you've got to, you've got to make those mistakes. I want to be able to make the same mistakes. Right. No. Why do we want you to make <laughs> the same mistakes? No, our job is to keep you from making those things. Yeah. Um, how, I mean, early on when we met, I, I got to hear about your, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I still don't know everything. No, you probably don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's on purpose. Wait one second. Wait a minute. We're going to have to have a. a Why do we need more details than necessary? <laughs> Right, ladies. But there were some things that really were difficult for you to uh, to, to to talk about. Yes, and, and even some of them you 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 didn't talk about publicly until most recently. Um, has that gotten better with with scripture like this, with 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 discussions like this, as AW did in our devotional today? Well, as I um, about my personal life, I. I find that difficult because it relates to Zara. Mm. So I don't want to. Your daughter. My, right. I don't want Our to tell daughter. her story. Mm -hmm. um, but as she gets older and she says she doesn't mind, that's why I've been a little bit more free with it. But when she was younger, she did mind. Mm. And so she didn't want me telling it. But have you been able to forgive yourself since God forgives you? For the most part. Mm. Does this help? Yes. Good. Do you want to read the scripture that goes along with it? Sure. <laughs> My favorite. 
So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come and the old is gone. The new is here. So let's break this down because I think it's very cool. Mm -hmm. So we regarded... And we're talking about 2 Corinthians 15, 16 through 17. Which is on the screen, right? Yeah, so... But not for the podcasters, right. right? Okay, so from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. So in other words, Paul is telling us, we should not look at the surface qualities of a person, not not to basically judge them, those that are in Christ, by what they have done, their mm-hmm. physical and their physical actions and attributes. Because we once thought of Christ this way. So before we were believers, we were like, yeah, he's a good man. Yeah, he was a good teacher. So a bunch of people follow him. We didn't accept that spiritual aspect of him. And then he's saying once somebody is a believer, and so then they're in Christ, the same kind of respect we have for Christ, we now have for those family of believers. They are new creations also. The same honor and respect that we give um, to the Lord as our Lord, we are supposed to have for the students. I mean, it's not the same respect, but for the sons and daughters is the family of Christ. Mm-hmm. And I just like, I just love the way he makes that analogy that we used to all be worldly and judge everything by worldly standards, including Christ. But now that we're in Christ, we don't judge him that way or anybody else in the family of God that way. And so I think it's really important because we look at, um, people around us and like um, uh, Toja was saying, oh, you're kind of suspicious when people change and they're like, I better keep my eye on that one. Um, but God doesn't do that. And mm-hmm. it's like, cause God goes, knows the heart. But when we have that experience, like it reminds me, every time I think of this, actually, I think of how different me and um, your ex-wife feel about you because, you know, one has only experienced the past and doesn't want to believe that you've changed. And for me, I've only experienced the changed person. The new guy. The new guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I am totally, because I'm also new. I'm also, I'm totally, I'm totally familiar with the idea that we could be completely different people. Like that's so comforting and familiar to me. Mm-hmm. But I could see how it may not be for other people. Right? Yep. They'll be like, oh, I better keep my eye on that one. I mean, we've seen so many people lately in uh, the news or social media, whatever. I don't even know if we have news anymore. But um, like, uh, AW, not AW, but uh, Spurgeon, Charles Spurgeon's grandson. Right. Who, former atheist. and uh, Clearly. Clearly. Because he, he wrote it on his body. Yes. Um, or Kat Von D. Yep. who uh, I visited a few times at her tattoo shop in uh, L.A., um, where she had a store that had uh, somewhat demonic. Oh, it's uh, very demonic. She said she... witchcrafty types of things. Even in, her makeup line is all... Yeah, where now she yeah. has accepted Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, um, what a that, beautiful baptism ceremony she had, too. Oh, yeah, it was great. It was amazing. Um that there's going to be skeptics always you know especially those two when you i mean and the reason i bring them up is because of their tattoos they're they're still there 
they're still present. Right. Um, the the other one a type of person is one who doesn't have them on their skin. <laughs> right. It's it's uh, you know. But, but people don't have a problem like my ex bringing it up, you know, that they, they're not willing to, exactly. and she calls herself a Christian, right? Right. Um, we as Christians can be um, very, hard on one very hard on one another. Yes. Uh, well, because also with the caveat that mm -hmm. the new spirit has come, but a lot of people lack the transformational mind. So a lot of the old habits are there. They don't change those habits and it leads to people thinking they're still the same person. Mm -hmm. So there has to be the sanctification process and our lives should reflect that we're growing and changing. Otherwise people will have a hard time accepting it. Wow. Do you want to go through the comments? Good morning, everyone. Oh, it's morning, morning. for Kate. <laughs> It's morning for Kate. She's in Australia, by the way. Yes. Uh, Lisa's saying, I love and cherish being in God's family. How great is it that God wanted a family? Yes, yes. that is so cool. She said, great point. I'm not quite sure which point that was, yeah. but well, glad you, to know. Whatever you said. And Kate says, yeah, that's good. Looking at others through a new lens. Yeah. Amen. And Lisa says, please pray my son James, who will be proposing to Haley October 11 in Italy. And my children's dad, John, is test for surgical procedure put on hold because he's got pneumonia. Oh, so sorry worst. to hear that. That is the worst when you're, you're getting all ready for a procedure. Hopefully that the, the pain will be relieved or the, right. the uh, disease will be taken out. And then you get in there and you got high blood pressure or, you know something that keeps it from happening that just really stinks it's kind of uh, i don't want to okay completely different the, <laughs> i almost said something it was going to sound really bad but it's almost like we want to come on and do these devotionals and it seems like something that we'd get, sit down here and then boom something would happen yes or we I, I i created posts for them and then something happened we couldn't do them it's like the, the devil in a more serious note on, in surgery is, is often testing our faith. Yes, or God is preventing something for our safety. Um, it's hard to know. Not in our devotional sense, but yeah. it could possibly be for John. Maybe the doctor was going to have a bad day. Possibly, or he just you know wouldn't have healed as well mm. on one day or another. And we just trust God's timing. Wow, look at you. Mm. I love that. That was... Uh, what was that? I, I, uh, good point, Hedia. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, sir. I'll use uh, Lisa's little comment there. Um, but this is good. This is really good as a reminder Yes. Uh, to us when we get uh, bogged down by our past and thinking that God, you know, God's not powerful enough to forgive me because I'm, you know, not worthy. Right. Or what I did was That's too bad. definitely a trick of the enemy because he wants to keep us bound. Mm. bound in sin bound in shame so that we just can't reach our full potential not trusting him yes wow i just came off of uh it, um, uh, of watching a, a documentary movie epic times uh produced it actually i'm gonna have to look at the title again i've got to bring it up on my phone um gender confusion gender transformation is the name of the uh the documentary 
it's an Epic Times production, and it's a special event for gender confusion. Um, and one of the parents is featured in the in the story. Um, so much of it was familiar. Uh, just so much of it was familiar. The discussions we've had at our dinner table oh, back three okay. years ago or so, two oh, and a wow. half years ago, it was like, oh my gosh, is wow. this? It's um, ah, but um, she tried. Um, who she? The mom, mom? tried okay. to talk to the daughter, who wanted to transition to a boy, wanted her new name to be a boy name, and all this kind of stuff, and. The unfortunate thing is the mom tried to do it with a, with a person that was affirming her in the room and, oh. and tried to bring in, hey, this is not who God called you to be. And the person said, listen, now you're being mean. Now you're, you know, and really oh, shut down. Oh, I had down. one of those in oh. the first, with the therapist, remember? Oh, we yeah. just never went back. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, and... And then it just went out. The girl ended up committing suicide. She walked in front of a train and committed suicide. Um, but and that's what they always threaten you. The kid will do. But it was out during, during the transition that she committed suicide. Not um, she had already left her mom. Was in the transition period because wow. because that's the claim. And that they brought that up. Yeah. They said you want a dead daughter or or a, 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 a live son, um, a living son. And, uh, and so, you know, the mom goes, you know, you know, and she kind of backed off and then the court, they took it to courts, the state of California took her from her so that she could go to this other living facility and, and begin the transition. Wow. Um, but wow. I mean, it's just, and then there were other stories. I, I I'm so, um, <clears throat> thankful for God's power, um, for your prayers and your um, strength through that whole time that you did not, uh, you did not give in. Um, this mom, and I don't want to take anything away. She did not. She she didn't give in. She lost she, her she kid. She continued to fight, and the state took her. Yeah, it could have easily been done in our situation. And I mean, the only difference, the saving grace, what is that? Is Zara is her personality. She she loved us enough not to do that. Mm. You know what I mean? Because we had many conversations about that. I was like, promise me you're not going to take these puberty blockers behind my back. Promise me you'll wait. All I'm asking is just wait. Mm. Just wait till you're old enough to make that decision. So I just punted it. You know what I mean? Um, because what happens with a lot of these kids is they just keep fighting. You yeah. know, they refuse to compromise with you. And then yeah. you're up against the state. And then they just say such nasty things, yeah. you know, how horrible we are, that we're not affirming them and all that kind of stuff. Well, she ended up taking puberty blockers and then um, she was in so much pain um, and she couldn't sleep and she already had depression, which is right. a, a common uh, denominator in many of these children. Right. Uh, and um, she just, you know, on top of the depression, then she had the pain and then the confusion. The pain was caused by the puberty blockers? Yes, in her body. Um, that she just took her life, but, um, wow. and then there's other ones in there that uh, had top surgery. Another guy had, uh, you know, had taken so many hormone, uh, medication that, you know, things happened to his body. It just, uh, that he'll never recover from. Yeah. Um, but, uh, what a powerful, 
uh, documentary. I, I would recommend you seeing it. It's uh, again, the Epic Times, and what did I say it was? <laughs> um, Gender confusion. Yeah, yeah, that, that was the. So they, they named it two different things. They should have done just one. But the conference that they were showing this at is Gender Confusion. But the title of the uh, the movie is Gender Transformation. Uh, and today was the screening for it. And then yeah, Lisa was talking about Tucker. I've been watching that one too. Yeah. Um, just had an interview with a gentleman uh, who it, it's a good. I haven't finished watching the whole thing. It's like an hour and a half, uh, but it's it's fantastic. The guy has great information. Though, and everything has to do with money. It's I the mean, billions of dollars. The it's billions the same thing at the military industrial complex. Why mm -hmm. Ukraine? Everyone's like, why, why, yeah. why? Because everybody makes money. Mm -hmm. War is profiteering. So anything in which there is a financial benefit in the back of, you can just bet there's going to be a huge lobby for it. So these doctors are making money. The insurance companies make money. The pharmaceutical companies make money. So as long as there are merchants of death behind it, um, these things continue. Lisa says. And in this interview, they talk about all the side effects, no studies done, et cetera. So it's incredibly sad. Absolutely. I wanted to do. Oh, sorry. The word is always the truth. I had a son who went for counseling and was told he was a man in a woman's body and tried to convince him to change. He said, I'll discuss it with my mom first. Ah, you're lucky. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Kate <clears throat> earlier said, I love how Jesus taught us to live. Matt, uh, Matthew 7, 12. Therefore. Whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we've, uh, just so y'all know, we've had quite the, uh, the last couple of weeks, uh, not with you and I. We, you and I are perfect. Well, may the devil be deaf. <laughs> <laughs> I just translated that from Parsi. <laughs> we you say close, close, uh, Gusha Shaitan Cat. We say we make uh, <laughs> the devil be deaf. Um, and but again, that is God's power that, um, together is the only way that we could get through, you know, some of these things that are attacking us. Amen. Um, and so, um, that, that is one of the reasons it's 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 not because we don't want to do a devotional because we surely can do a devotional when things are difficult it's just we've been so busy uh trying to hurdle through all the shenanigans and and all that kind of stuff and then like we said yesterday and then on top of it all when we finally it was make like a, a poltergeist yesterday <laughs> so the weird. electricity just would not let us do this devotional as soon as we stopped trying to do the devotional it the electricity stopped turning off yep it was, it, it actually is wild if we really think about it. Wasn't it? Uh, it, it, it started was when I tried to set up the devotional. What was the weirdest part is it happened on the day of the FEMA thing that everybody yeah. was talking about. Everyone's like the power. Yes. And I sat with my dear friend Jeannie for a half an hour, literally explaining to her how the government would never do such a thing. Mm. I know they would never do <laughs> such a thing. It makes no sense. And yet my lights are flickering on and off. And the alarms are going off. It was bananas. Oh, yeah. But again, the the moment we stopped trying to do devotional, then it, our electricity has not gone off since. Yes. And explain that, yep. if, you, if you would, please. It was really crazy. It was. Um, is that another one from? Yes. Um, money and ideology transform our youth. Um, mm. To transform our youth. Yep, Lisa. That's. 
that's where we're at. And Kate says, his, her son asked him, mom, would you accept me if I came home as a woman? And I said, no, I'm sorry, Don. God gave me four sons. If he wanted me to have a daughter, he would have given me one. I would still love you. Um, and then Kate says, but I would not and could not receive a lie into my home. He struggled and walked into God. Um, good outcome. I love yeah. that. Yes. Um, wow. You never fail. We never fail when we hold on to the word of God, no matter what. Um, and it was similar. Uh, you know, my daughter did the same thing. You know, would you accept me at this? Nope. <laughs> Sorry, I would still love you, but I'm not going to accept you. I'm not going to call you Bob and, you know. I really admired your strength back then. I really oh. knew that I'd marry the right woman. Thank you. Were you married yet? I was going to marry the right the woman. <laughs> that, uh, that, that strength that you held on to. Thank you. And it did not give into that, so especially since you were from L.A. I thought, oh, I hope, hope she hangs on. <laughs> those, the L.A. people are a little weird. <laughs> so true <laughs> lisa says my friend of 36 years a vietnam vet believes in jesus the son of god but hates religion mm. doesn't believe the bible to be completely factual and has become a woman and we cannot speak anymore oh i'm so sorry to hear that wow wow yeah what a, what a strange story lisa well again um, we we recognize this as a as a uh, it's a it's a psychological issue. It's a mental disorder that um, uh, in, in Vietnam surely did not help his right. uh, mental. Well, and that's the thing, Lisa, because I know um, my daughter was going through severe depression, massive. It was like a, it, it was an, a rapid onset. So it was in the middle of COVID, getting locked down, having no social contact, um, hormonal change. So it, it, I can see how the trauma, you know, unresolved trauma of, you know, PTSD from war and, you know, the lack of being able to process and work that stuff through could lead to, okay, I'm in the wrong body. You know, mm -hmm. I could see how people, and especially for me, like what I kept saying to my daughter is um, people used to tell me all the time, it's actually how I never ended up in a traditional marriage is like, you're too strong to get married. No man could ever take that. You're like the strength of 10 men. You're a warrior. You're, like I had that spoken over me from every man in my family that I loved. You know, the men in my family that I loved said that to me. So it was, and I told that to my daughter. I said, listen, we're just built different. You know, we're strong. We're outspoken. And I said, but you could be all those qualities and still be female. Oh, yeah. You know, um, it doesn't change your gender, no. what qualities and attributes like that um, God gives you. It just means I'm as strong as 11 men if you're as strong as 10 men. Right. Yes. At least 20. <laughs> you, 20 men. Yes. Lisa's been hearing about some of the FEMA thing. I watched that last night at one o'clock in the morning. What? Uh, Is that the FEMA thing? She's I, never no, I think the Tucker thing. The Tucker thing. Okay. I believe. Uh, been, yeah. Uh, Lisa says, I've been hearing about the FEMA thing and the 5G disrupting all the people who took the vaccine because of what's in the vaccine. Conspiracy theory, probably. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I My favorite was Glenn Beck because he's like, listen, folks, it's a nothing burger. Just move on. He's like, I heard it. Everybody's saying it's this or it's that. He's like, no. And I mean, Glenn Beck is the is the king of wacky theories. So I, I trust him. 
him and Steve Bannon and uh, a couple other people have been totally right on just about everything. Right. It's hard to stand in truth because it broke my heart and his, but God stepped into the truth. Mm -hmm. Yes. We just have to pray and stand in the truth and trust God for the outcome. Amen. Absolutely. So true. Hey, I mean, got some... And Kate's giving me some Wait. good power arms. <laughs> and Lisa says she prays for her friend Jim every yes, day. Yes, you have to. Let's hope that he yes. gets um, some relief from God. Get him out of that pain, the mental pain that he's in. Yes. Um, and when he says he doesn't like religion, you should tell him, good, neither do I. Yeah, I don't like it either. Um, and then we had this uh, interesting incident. I'm pretty sure we've not been on since I, I went to a men's breakfast some weeks ago, two weeks ago, I think. Has it been about two weeks? I believe so. Two or three weeks. This is the first weekend since then. Yeah. So so I go to this men's breakfast that I hadn't yes. been to in a while because it just uh, was, uh, it was at Kendred Church in Anaheim. And uh, sat at a table, and there were some new men at, at this one table, and one man in particular who happened to be um, just come back after years of being uh, in ministry, having a uh, missionary, uh, being a missionary, him and his wife. Yes. In Yemen was the last one? No. Yeah, Kuwait. the Muslim Middle Kuwait. East, basically. In the Middle East, and they were particularly interested in uh, ministering to uh, Muslims. That was That's where his heart was, him and his wife. Yes. There's a lot, a lot more complicated story, but essentially that's, that's so that's how I met him there. And uh, I go, oh, I go, that's interesting. And again, this is so random because I had not been for a while. There's 30 tables. And do you ever normally sit with people you don't know or is it no. the dudes that you, it's dudes you that go like, with? Yeah. Yeah. And here's this dude. Um, and um, and uh, but, but uh, um, Jim knew, you know, from from church. So anyway, just randomly here, here he is at the same time. This is his first time. And uh, I said, well, that's interesting because my wife is former Muslim and we have a ministry called Resurrect Ministry and we do these things. And quite often we have some uh, people uh, that are Muslim who have come and accepted Jesus Christ. And he goes, what? And so eventually before I left, I said, you know, what's your phone number? I'd like to keep in contact. So sent him a text message and we ended up connecting. And I said, and he says, your wife should talk to my wife. And so I said, okay, in order to set up dinner, yeah. you guys connected. And we end up having dinner. And uh, just to be honest with you, uh, we have a lot of friends we have dinner with, but we only spend you know about an, an hour. An hour. And, and we love these people, but you know that's all we can handle sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but we were in easily two hours, oh, at least, yeah. in, in this dinner, telling stories and talking about God and you know all types of. You and him really got along really well, um, but um, it we. It just so happens we needed prayer for one of our kids. Yes. And uh, you want to share the rest of it? Sure. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to go to a service where they do deliverance. And so they recommended we go to Battle Cry Church. And, um, and they, they operate in the gifts. So they believe in prophecy and deliverance and healing and all these things. So um, it was just it was just divine providence that we met them at that time. And uh, I ended up going to this battle cry church with Zara, our daughter, and it was awesome. It was, she really enjoyed it. It was a very emotional, moving experience for her. They prayed over her and it was just, it was 
It was a once-in-a-lifetime experience, actually. It's so awesome. I just uh, bring that up because you just never know how God's going to work with connecting you with people. And that's, I think, the important thing is that we what we do in church where they say after worship, hey, turn to the person next to you and yes. say hello and ask them how you could pray for them. Uh, that happened once where we I met a woman while you weren't at the service and they she came here and she ended up getting healed yes. at our at our at our Sunday <laughs> church. She got delivered. That because <laughs> she also had some yeah some some happening. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, but there's that, and then you go to a men's breakfast and you connect with somebody that leads to all these other things that it. We I met him before we knew that Zara was going to need prayer. Yes, like that exactly. Exactly. And and only and because only I met him led to that. No, but let's be fair. Yeah. When you came home, you're like, there's this guy. And I'm like, give me the phone number. I need the wife's phone number. I'm going to make plans. And you know, I'm like, I literally took possession of the information and ran. You know, like <laughs> and we tried to set up dinner earlier and we got canceled because it was open house. Mm -hmm. It was school open house. And yeah. so then we ended up rescheduling it and then it falls the day before. Wow. We needed it. Yes. So all orchestrated by God. But God is is you? I've I've stopped being surprised. Yeah, I remember when it used to happen. I yes, used to go, used wow, to like, wow, this is shocking. Yeah, and you go, it's not shocking. It's and not I go, shocking. it is. Uh, and then and something else would happen. I go, wow, I can't believe that happened. She goes, well, believe it because it happens. I go, what? <laughs> but now it's like, no, you God it. is fantastic, isn't it? Like, so much fun when you look at how it all happened. There is no way. No way that it happens without God's in intervention, or nope. his his guiding of all the steps that need to happen. Yes, and I, and I tell people, and it's and it is really an example of God saying, "I don't, I'm not necessarily going to take you out of it, but I'll be in it with you. I'll walk mm -hmm. you through it." Um, and so it's just that grace and um, the the lifeline that he throws you as you travel in the middle of a storm. Uh, I was reading, I have this beautiful book that's called Praying Our Prodigals Home. And this one chapter I was reading was about being in the desert. And it was such a great analogy because they kept talking about how this feeling, and I, I, of course, having seen many deserts in my day, um, I'm picturing the sandy dunes of like Kuwait or uh, the Emiratis, and it's just like, you're out there. You don't know how long you're going to get stuck out there. You're waiting for the oasis, you know, so which is the promises of God. You know there's a promise. Um, you know God is faithful to the promise, but you have no idea when this is going to end. And that feeling of, I don't know, the anxiety of that and the fear of that, and yet there's a comfort that you know it will come to an end mm -hmm. because that's just the goodness of the Lord. Wow. That's really good for you right now too, because you've uh, been very challenged. Yes. But so much. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> My mom wasn't well, but she's better. Now. Oh, your mom. Yes. And, I, and your mom. Yes. Thank goodness. That, that took a lot longer than, than normal. Yes. Really bad COVID that lasted a good three weeks. Uh, so Lisa was talking about the one o'clock thing was she saw our devotional went haywire. Oh. <laughs> that was bananas. Hello, Spirit Wind. Hi, Spirit Wind. Nice to see you. And I think it's important to put this up because Kate wants us to know. 
by the way, he's a very happy man now with very Man's healthy, man, uh, normal desire part. for family. Amen. That's so beautiful. Man's Thank man. God. And yeah. Carrie says she just got the notification, but Carrie, I texted you. <laughs> Maybe that's the notification she got. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, wow. Uh, any of you, oh, I'm not sure that this would apply to Kate or not, but I, uh, you guys should, uh, if you have any men in your life um, <laughs> that are young men that are either, you know, like my son's 17, who's has a girlfriend, it looks like, you know, it's hard to tell from time to time. It looks like it's going to, you know, probably something that, that will be long-term. It just seems that way, but it's, it's possible it won't. But, um, or you have men that are, um, you know, engaged. Mark Driscoll's message on Wednesday for men, because that on Wednesdays is when he speaks to right. men, that message about who's raising your children, that's, I think that's the title, who's raising your children, is fantastic. It has mm. to do with uh, being a father. Um, in other words, you, the state should not be raising your children. The schools should not be raising your children. Um, the internet or uh, social media should not be raising your children. <laughs> you, as a father, need to be raising your children. Yeah, speaking of, by the way, this lady is going to be a homeschool parent. <laughs> there's there's one of the challenges. Me! Yes! We didn't, we, we saved the punchline for last. Okay, well, I was leaving that for so you wait, to make that so announcement. Wait, get this. After our home church, I had this revelatory <clears throat> prayer walk with the Lord that I needed to write my book. I literally got chapter headings downloaded that I kept put onto my phone. I <sighs> called Andy in the middle of the prayer walk yes. and said, I know an entire subsection of the book is about protecting children that how the lord took me from saving the world as so i thought um <laughs> to children like something i never would dream of in a million year being a um uh you know a mom to five kids you know <laughs> and then being thrust into the parental rights movement and then like just being this advocate for parental rights and i was like i'm like convinced that this is an important part and then literally three days later, I find out that I am going to be pulling my child out of public school after that's all I've heard from my pastor and everybody else for months, and months no, no and months. Way. Not even possible. I just look at it like, I don't know. La, 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 la. I ain't pulling my kid out of school. We're not putting, pulling any of the kids out of school. And he's actually not a fan of homeschooling either. Um, and I was like, I am a homeschool parent. And now that's like a whole nother chapter of my book. Because for me, I really, there is nobody more unsuited for that role <laughs> than me. So I think I'm going to end up writing a whole book on, so you think you suck as a homeschooler? You know what I mean? Like, I just, I just can't even imagine. That but is going to be something else. It's going to be something else. Uh, but I have a feeling that we're going to end up pulling your two little ones out too. I, you know what? At I've been point. thinking about that yeah. so much. Um, um, yeah. I, it, because the thing is, is that you never know what, you, it's literally Russian roulette. Like you leave the kid there and you have no idea what bullet is going to get shot. Mm. 
You know what I mean? Like, are they going to come back wanting to be gay? Are they going to be on drugs? Are they going to kill somebody? Are they going to join a gang? Are they, you know what I mean? Like they're exposed to the most obscene and horrific things that you just have no idea what you're playing with. And it's a really, it's a really traumatic thing. And I think you really, um, I don't know. It's just, it's what? It's what's so great for us. <laughs> this is, this is just unthinkable. Me two, weeks ago, two weeks ago, <laughs> I, I mean, I would have just laughed. I mean, just, just two right? weeks ago, just two I would have laughed. If somebody said, uh, Hedia, you will be doing homeschooling. We would have went, <laughs> are you this is freaking not crazy? Yeah. Uh, that is not happening that in a, a million years. Prophecy. And then just like, like crazy, just things happened. And I, I had sent this email to the, the school board and the superintendent and the principal at the school just prior, just two weeks, two or three weeks prior about an incident that occurred with a boy dressing in the girl's room um, into girls clothes, uh, essentially a boy getting naked in the girl's bathroom. Um, uh, one of, and then coming the out in a little lacy bra, a little lacy bra, and then walking out like that I mean, against like uh, nobody's the dressing code, the dress code. And, um, and it was a fiery, right. It had, told me, I said I was a little mean, yeah. but everybody else I talked to said it was perfectly fine. And then I even had a follow-up one after that and said, this is just unacceptable. Our kids are not safe in your school. And then something happened. Our kids are not safe. The kids, <laughs> and we've been fighting this forever. Absolutely not. Um, so, and I can't tell you how many times I heard Pastor Jack say, pull your kids out of school. And Andy and me are like, no, we're gonna stay and fight for the schools. And it's like, wait a minute, are you literally throwing your own kid in as bait? Like. <laughs> Fight for the school. I yes, know, we still will fight for the school, but don't put your kid in his yeah, game. Stop. This is this is a reason why. This is a reason we have to fight. This is crazy. Yeah. We're destroying all kids. I mean, the, the future uh is is not good. No. Um uh, we just learned uh earlier this morning or yesterday, I can't remember. But wait um, a minute, Carrie's saying, I've been praying this for you, Hedia, and my great grand's last few days. Wait, you've been praying for me to become a homeschool mom? <laughs> no. Come on. Tell me it isn't so. <sighs> so this, uh, I'm going to put uh, Mark Driscoll's uh, video uh, sermon from Wednesday uh, in the chat. Uh, you guys on the podcast, you're going to have to do your own search on YouTube. Real life, uh, real faith. Real life is Jack Hibbs. Yes. Real faith is uh, Mark Driscoll. And uh, you'll have to go to the live videos tab and look for it. It's called Who is Teaching Your Kids? Um, and it's so crazy that that. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get really good at it, shows, because then Bo and Rhett, right. you're going to be their teacher. Um, but I put God. the link. I put the link in the, in the comments for those of you. And, and just watch Carrie it. Carrie said yes. Wow, that is so crazy. She's been praying that for me, Carrie. I don't know whether I should kiss you or slap you. And then Mariama says, oh. prayer answered. <laughs> Hello, Mariama. Oh, no. Mariama, you've been praying that against me, too? Oh, no. No wonder it happened. Did we talk? I mean, considering... Mariama, why didn't you just tell me? You know I listen to all the things you tell me that are so hard to hear. Nobody. Nobody could have told you to do it. 
Really? Not not anybody on uh, in the world or on, on the planet. It really? Had, it had to be a God thing. There's no way. You would not listen to anybody. No? You wouldn't even listen even to Even Mariana? You would not even listen to, to Mariana. Really? No. No. Because you don't... She knows. No. No, it had to be God. <laughs> it had to be God to put you in this position. What's interesting, Mariama, now that you've uh, joined us, is that this all happened on the evening after you invited us to that amazing movie um, that we went to. Yes. That was fantastic. Called, oh my gosh. Lost. No. Most. Most, uh, which means bridge. Um, but... Um, in what language? I forget. Slovakian or Pol Polish? Or Polish, one of the two. Anyway, um, it was an amazing movie, a little ma amazing short movie, which is fantastic. If you've not had the chance to see it, I'm telling you to go see it. I loved it. Um, I think I loved it more than you, but I, I thought it was amazing. Uh, movie. Yes. So Mariama invited us to this movie premiere and we had no idea what we were going to see. We just went because Mariama invited us and we're like, free food. Let's go. <laughs> There's this um, uh, a, a scene in it where the girl is a heroin addict and um, she mm -hmm. basically is using in the film. And I say a prayer to God and I was like, oh, Lord, oh, I, I can't. Am I over that state? Am I over that period? Mm -hmm. um, has that period passed? <laughs> and literally what I heard was no. And I and I sunk like you guys are all crying and thinking about the movie. And I just sunk because the Lord was like, no. And so I, I was literally leaving that movie, waiting for the shoe to drop. And the shoe dropped that night when we got home. Wow. And then there was a snowball effect to everything else. Are so. we making sense? Because I feel like we're all over the place, but we haven't <laughs> talked in a while. But these are all the things that have been happening. Yes. Miriam Ama invites us to this movie premiere. A movie that, that, that actually was... Um, launched or dropped back in 2013 or 2003 yeah, or something like ago. that a long time ago um but it was a reintroduction of this movie that is all in subtitles yeah. it's in polish it's only 33 minutes long but it, it's it's an incredibly biblical um strong movie yes um really makes really you think beautiful. about it just it's a beautifully done movie fantastic um that that so it's mariama's fault that all this happened. <laughs> Apparently she's been praying too. Her and Carrie. Little did I know. It's been a whirlwind since that movie. God, now that I'm really thinking about it. She launched it. <laughs> her and her tacos. You launched us. You propelled us into this. And it was the Sunday before that we met Dave and, uh, and then led us to uh, his wife, um, Natalie. 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 Um, but these little things. God is good. Well, well, God leaves God leaves little crumbs <sighs> to let you know that it's Him, so you don't feel like you're. It's chaotic. So how great is this? If we can look at it this way, it, 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 without God, this all falls apart. This all breaks up a family. This all destroys. It just destroys. It's destruction. Yeah. But with God, it it creates something entirely different. Amen. It creates movement. It creates faith. It creates us to take action, to move forward, um, to, to be strong. Yes. To stay strong as a couple uh, in the midst of uh, and she's difficulty. Even, and she's even happy. <laughs> yeah. Like she's just kind of, you know, it was hard to 
to deal with at first, but mm -hmm. you know, we're still going to go be in AP art and still going to, you know, get, get credit for the cheer. The all-star team is going to still give her PE credit and she'll be able to graduate on time wow. and get UC credits for class. And yeah, it's just, uh, God is good. Hedia homeschool mom. Hedia homeschool mom. That's your new title. It's no longer <laughs> podcaster. Figured crazy going on. Same here. We are never since we are never over some target for Jesus. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Over some target. Over some target. Wow. I'm really glad we had this time to kind of kind of go over it Rehash, all. We, we, yeah. we, we've been so busy kind of responding, reacting, praying, and listening to what God has to say. Yes, trying to stay afloat. Because there's so many options that are all, that are also <laughs> given. It's not just that, hey, everything falls into place. It's like, sure. okay, here is a lot of stuff. <laughs> now. Yeah, now, becoming now, a homeschool figure. parent, there you like, there's 57,000 ways in which you can permutate that. You know, and I was like, no, 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 no. I don't need 400 flavors of ice cream. I just need somebody to tell me which direction I'm supposed mm. to go. But there's no way to do that. You just mm. keep praying and praying and praying for the opening and the wisdom and the discernment. And yeah. Yeah. So the link for Mark Driscoll's <laughs> message in there, just click on that and take a watch. I sent that to my son, my 17 year old son, told him I needed him to watch that, that that's his required. Um, check out the epic times um documentary that i just suggested it's powerful um and and it's time for many of us uh, adults to stand up to protect kids to Amen. speak out to speak up uh, to go to school boards to um to be there for them uh, mentor to them uh, maybe volunteer at church to be in the in the high school ministry or junior well, high ministry. And I told you that that's why I emailed um, uh, the Liberty Ed to see if we could start teaching again. I literally feel called to teenagers. Mm, you do? Yeah. I can feel that. Right? It's yeah. just like it. And I, when we hang out with them, I'm like, hey, hi, what's going on? What can I do? How can I help you? You know, like it's just a, it's, oh, it's so God. I can't even tell you. Such a transformation. Mm. Carrie says yesterday's live locked her out of YouTube. I'm trying to understand what she means by that. Our live, our I, wacky... our phones have been actually doing some pretty wacky stuff. Maybe, maybe we can't click on stuff sometimes. So I would say if that's the issue that you couldn't like get in or get out or do something, it, it's it's all of us. I mean, all of us. It's all of us here. Yeah, that we've been experiencing <laughs> weird stuff. Like our volume won't turn off. Like I'll, I'll watch, try to watch a video, and there's no volume, no matter what I do. And I don't know why that, I mean, my phone's old and it's glitchy because yeah. I've updated it and it's too old, but your phone, I don't know why you're I don't know. So unusual things have been happening, uh, but you're on now. Do, 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 so do. I think, like I said, it was that these, these ter temporary glitches are occurring, but it's all, yeah, I, I think glitches. it's all, I think it's because of the vaccine and FEMA. <laughs> now, now the, speaker this broadcast, the, the former speaker of the house. Now this broadcast is going to end up in the ozone. There's a really strong thought that President Trump will be speaker of the house for a hundred days. But that's what Bannon was saying. Yeah, right. they're saying it's possible that he may come in. Oh, that would be but fantastic. Who votes for them that for that to happen? Who who makes that happen? The Congress members, the congressmen. So um based on the majority in the House, they yes, get to vote? Which Republicans hold majority. If uh it's possible. It, in the middle crazy. of his felony trial? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the one he's in now that he's showing up for. He's doing He's using that opportunity to perfection. Oh, really? Because it's it's a it's a civil 
case. He's not going to have any danger of going to jail. He may use lose you know a couple hundred million dollars, but that's to how much IRS? he would spend on a that's how much he would spend on a campaign. No, to the city of New York, I think. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, he's he's he, I don't think he's going to show up tomorrow. But for the last three days, he's been showing up in the hallways and giving a speech. <laughs> and then going in and then sitting there at the table with his with his uh you know his his look that he has right now uh -huh. his mean look and uh like the mugshot look yeah and his his attorneys have been speaking he's he's using i mean if it's going to cost him a couple hundred million dollars he's getting a lot of uh, a lot out of that hundred million dollars wow. uh, very powerfully and uh he may uh he may end up being speaker of the house for a little while <laughs> That's good times <laughs> all right well that was a lot we offloaded so yes. sorry folks but we uh, haven't seen you in a while had to catch you up yeah to catch you up with what's going on i'm gonna be wearing a, a homeschool mom t-shirt <laughs> from now on i'm gonna bring you an apple every day uh, <laughs> here's your apple school marm right yeah school marm that's your new school mom it's no longer schnooks it's school marm <laughs> marm <laughs> yeah that's what they say is it yeah school mom what m-a-r-m yeah why the r i don't know i just oh. when you watch western movies like where marmalade? there's a teacher they call her school marm marm yeah <laughs> like marmalade am i wrong am i, I the only one i never heard that before oh, here's That's one like more thing vinegar thing here's one more thing i said i told the head i was going to bring up okay there's two things that we had a discussion about and one of them was when i make the bed the pillow that you we sleep on that's in the that's in the pillow cover and there's an opening on one end and the, then there's the closed end right you put the pillow in and then there's the open end the open end always especially on a king size bed where there's two out. pillows the open end faces out right? the two pillows that meet when they meet in the middle the closed end is they i've never heard of such they, a thing they, yeah the open ends are always out i've never heard of such a thing yeah it's it's like a rule yeah, well, I'm pretty so sure. he keeps putting my pillow upside down, it's super. I'm not nice. putting it upside down. I'm putting it. My the... pillow is directional. <laughs> it's for my spine well, and my neck, and he keeps putting it, and then he turns it over, and then he turns it right side up, and then, and he literally has to flip my pillow four times to get it in the right position, <laughs> and I'm just sick of it. I mean, put the pillow, put the, the inside part incorrectly, and we won't have this problem. <laughs> The other thing is toilet paper rolls. When you put them on the, That's why the roll, for you. is that the paper comes over the top and down. The 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 the, the, the I, loose piece I, comes over the top. I leave it for you. Not underneath. Yourself. The patent in the patent in the patent pending the uh -huh. patent the patent bureau. Uh -huh. The patent for the toilet paper roll uh -huh. is is designed with the paper going over the top. Okay. So every, I don't know how you do it. Every time, the one time that you did it in the three years that I've known you, it, it was underneath. Make sure it I goes over the top. I don't do it anymore. Marm. <sighs> it's a polite way to address a lady. Oh, see? Marm. Marm. Yes, marm. <laughs> you know, it's so interesting that in, in Beverly Hills, you guys don't, well, we you don't, you don't no. get any of this stuff. Any no. of the things I bring up. No. <laughs> <laughs> they make no sense to me. None whatsoever. I gotta wait and see if anybody here uh, agrees yeah, with me. Spirit on that. Wind oh, has okay, it. yeah, spirit wind. Back in the 1960s, when I first started nursing, they taught us to put the open end of the pillow away from the door of the patient's room. 
So on a larger bed, the open ends would go together. What? No. Look at that. Spirit wind is wrong. See? And the housekeepers <laughs> put the pillows that way. So that's probably how they were taught. No. They face them in. They do not. See that? He not. said it was such authority, children, <laughs> like that. How could I be such a dummy? Hey, when notice? you have kids, you have to say things with authority because sometimes you don't know what you're I'm talking used, about. I'm used to doing that. Yeah, but yeah. you trick me sometimes. Sometimes I can call. I think spirit. Wind. Oh, just but spirit wins. Wins wrong. For the most part. For the most part. We're not. We're not living in a nursing home. We're listening in a home. Home. In a home, they go to the outside. I think you're just making that up. I'm not. We got to go. It's over an hour. I'm not done. I have way more things. To I know about. you do, but tomorrow. <laughs> I missed our, our people. Right? <sighs> Spirit wind. Okay, I'm just waiting one more time. One more second. Let's see. I know that Carrie agrees with me. Where's Carrie? No, she, Carrie said, I like it opposite, though. What? She's saying that she agrees with Spirit wind, but she likes the opposite that you're describing, just to show you a little support. <laughs> She did that for you. Right, I've had it. I've had it. I mean, if there's a guy, guys do it the other way. Yeah. It, it must be okay. Thing. But I'm right. Just so you know. Oh, we have to pray. Yes. Did you okay. ready to go? I did. Okay. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you for um, our beautiful family of believers. We're so grateful, Lord. And anyone who is listening to us that we haven't yet met, Lord, we ask that you bless them. We ask that you cover them. Um, with your grace and with your love and those who do not yet know you will draw closer to you, Lord, that they will feel um, your power and your love as the one true God and that your son, you said you gave us your only begotten son um, died on the cross and rose again for us to be set free, Lord. Um, we're so grateful for that honor, for that privilege. Um, we'd like to lift up James and Haley to you as they embark, hopefully, on a new life together and a marriage and that um, the proposal goes beautifully and filled with love and with joy and that John's pneumonia um, heals so that he could have a surgery and that that quick that could happen quickly, Lord, and um, that um, Lisa's friend Jim, who had transitioned, Lord, that he find peace and that he realized that you had created him perfectly and um, that he is able to return to that um, perfection that you have granted him and that he finds peace in his heart through you, Lord, and that you continue to heal uh, Carrie's husband, Eddie, and make their time together special and sweet and Kate, uh, her healing and whatever may be ailing <laughs> or difficult for Lisa and all of our other listeners, Lord, uh, thank you. We love you. It's and I have, um, I'm so sorry. Yes. Um, we have um, a friend, Leander Blades. Her um, oh, yeah. cousin is a, uh, is a police officer in uh, L.A. County. On his way home uh, yesterday morning, he um, unfortunately was involved in a traffic accident and um, was killed in, on the 91 freeway here. Just a little bit down the road from us. And he has a wife and three children. Um, please pray for his family as he uh, transitions uh, to heaven. We have another gentleman that's a very uh, integral part of our uh, community here. Um, uh, he was the owner of an air conditioning company uh, and he just passed away this morning with children. Uh, and he too, he's just as a guy that everybody loved in the community. Um, and uh, oh, he's just done so much. And uh, people have been sharing stories about him today, but uh, he has a family too that uh, needs, uh, 
needs your prayers. And so with that, we love you guys and we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Yes, we love Lord. you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. See you guys soon. God bless you guys. Love we, you. We will see you soon. Love you. There we go. Sorry. God bless. Bye. Bye.